Have you ever had someone recommend something to you? Have you ever asked for a recommendation for something? Have you ever taken a recommendation you regretted? Do you have something you want to recommend? Welcome to Recommended to Me by a Friend, where we are taking recommendations and seeing how well they work with our lives. We're on a mission to improve our time spent in all things and are looking to expand our horizons in arenas such as film and TV, books, food, health and beauty, music, and adventure. Come and see what happens when two artistics are exiled during a global pandemic and invite willing listeners to interfere with their lives. I'm Aubrey. And I'm Leah. So bring on your recommendations! Do it. She'll kill you. If there's time. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so do you know, have you, like, encountered, like, the motion sensor things, like, the doors at a store or, like, when a light comes on because it's motion yes, sensor? Yes. Uh, my boyfriend was just mentioning that he bought <laughs> – you didn't hear this part of the conversation, but uh, he bought some motion-activated lights at Home Depot, yeah. and he put them outside his cat's litter box like a literal poop landing strip so she could find her way. That is delightful. Oh, because it's in the, he has it in kind of a dark closet so she can, and it's in a new house. So yeah, she has a little landing strip. At my work, they're redoing the offices. Okay. So okay. Like, we're in this like main building and then the place that we're at, the women's bathroom. Do you, they make you a poop landing strip? No, they didn't make me a poop landing strip. <laughs> but no, listen, you walk in and the light comes on automatically. Right. Okay. Except for the other day, it didn't. So I closed the door mm. and I was like. The door, like the light didn't come on. And my first thought was not, oh, no, I need to open this. My first thought is the same as every time I encounter a motion sensor thing that doesn't work. My immediate first thought is, oh, does this mean I don't have a soul? (laughs) (laughs) Am I invisible? Am I dead? (laughs) No, it's like, oh, no, I don't have a soul. And this is how I found out. But through through an automated door at Walmart. And that's how I found out. (laughs) Every time, every time motion sensor stuff doesn't work, like motion sensor faucets, I'll watch my nieces. Like if I take them to go like, yeah. see, to the movie theater, they'll get the sinks at work. And inevitably I don't. And I'm trying to wash my hands. I'm like, ah, oh, now I don't have a soul either. <laughs> I just call that Murphy's Law. <laughs> but I find that funny, though, just because it's it's like <laughs> you're saying that motion activated things work on souls I th- alone. I think on some level, and I know this to be not true, on a logical level, but on some level, my brain is convinced. Technology is soul generated. No, I think it's like, it's it's a combination. Soul activated. It's a combination of what I call science magic. Oh, God. <laughs> In old world Using that thought. extra 10% of your brain there for magic. This is the shit that I think, you know how, like, you can go to sleep whenever, yeah. like, a normal person? No, like, I, you're talking to the per- the other person in the room who can't sleep and who literally will go, well, I guess normal's going to bed at two. And I'm just going to, if I fall, if I go to sleep, it's fine. It's cool. Okay. All right. So let's get into today's episode. Um, So I'm very, very, very excited because this week I got to recommend something and I recommended... Ninja Sex Party! Very excited. Woot, 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 woot. Okay, so, um, Leah. Yeah, What Aubrey. exactly, what did I have you do? You had me sit on the couch and watch it with you on my TV on YouTube. Yes. And since I have a relatively biggish TV, 
We were able to see everything in yeah, HD. We <laughs> I just made a very dramatic face at it's... my computer. Actually, I turned towards the computer like it was a camera. And I made a dramatic face at it instead of looking this at the a, microphone. This is an audio podcast. Yeah, yeah, I know. I've been on camera a lot yeah. these last couple of weeks, and I forgot what I was looking at and what I was doing. All right, so Leah, what did I have you do? You had me sit on the couch and watch the YouTube. So Ninja Sex Party is a YouTube comedy. What it? What does okay. it qualify as exactly? This a- is This is me asking you now, because I'm not sure. To the untrained eye, they appear as if you're they they appear as your classic comedy band. Okay. Okay. However, very much like Tenacious D or like Lonely Island or something like that. I would say within the same. Well, they're, okay. They're all they're all comedy bands, so all a right. comedy band. But here's the thing: what okay. really sets Ninja's X Party apart is the fact that they are not first and foremost a comedy band. They are a band that does some really funny stuff. But they are monstrously talented. Mm-hmm. Um, they just have, like, their sense of humor comes out in a lot of it. But if you listen to, like, their covers and things, mm-hmm. they're great. Um, I mean, the vocals, everything. And they have a really good well, sense of Well, they are very different styles as well. You yes. have, like, uh, Tenacious D is more of, like, a rock style. Yes. I love, I mean, I love all three of the ones that I mentioned. I, for mm-hmm. Each for different reasons. And then how do you qualify Lonely Island? What is, like, their sound genre i mean definitely sort of like uh com- like a digital kind of mm-hmm. kind of sound sort of little, techno prop a little, little bit. bit of rap in there yeah. yeah but ninja sex party is more like well 80s and 70s and 80s it's starts out no yes and no I'm, I'm glad you brought that up okay so I, it's I, 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 part of what we did through watching this is she had me she sectioned it out into like almost like if you were discussing art and their different eras um she sectioned it out into like their their first years and then like i call that the bikini phase the bikini phase <laughs> and then the hair phase it was delightful you can definitely tell okay so and and did give me a, a little bit more perspective as i was watching it instead of going oh that was, that was cool that was neat yeah, watching sport cool oh well, okay, so they started out... the sounds out, I make when I watch new things. They start... It, it, I've seen it. I've heard it. Yeah. But no, they start out really kind of placating to, like, the YouTube... What's going to grab the most attention right away? Mm-hmm. And they definitely hit those those boxes, you know? Um, but... And then they kind of... You know, it's like, but here's what else we can do. And here's how creative we can get. And here's how, like, impressive you can... Like, here's, like, some really impressive stuff that we can do and all this neat stuff. So it is interesting because they... I don't, I'm not going to say never, but from what I've seen, it's rare to find a Ninja Sex Party video, song, whatever, that's sort of like a rehash. It's always like, you liked this, now check out this facet mm-hmm. of this part of the band. Um, Ninja Sex Party, at its core, is a two-person band, okay? Um, Danny Sexbang and Ninja Brian. Mm-hmm. Danny Sexbang is vocals. Ninja Brian does keyboards. And, of course, they have a backing band, Twerp. Stands for Tupperware Remix Party. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and you'll notice that kind of throughout the videos. Now, all right, so it's core Ninja Sex Party. It's, just two, it's a two-person band at the beginning, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, Danny Sexbang mm-hmm. and Ninja Brian. Now, they are, of course, Dan Avedon, mm-hmm. um, who a lot of people are probably going to know from Game Grumps. Yep. 
The um, guy with the fluffy hair. Yeah, that's how we'll describe it. Okay. <laughs> the fluffy hair. For those of you who are new viewers, <gasps> I would have gone... the guy with the fluffy hair instead of Aaron, who has the smooth hair and the beard. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I mean, okay. So... For me, when I was first watching it and did not know their names, and you just randomly showed it to me, I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. Fluffy haired guy and guy with straight hair and beard, and they're funny and they're making sock puppets. Cool. When I first started listening to Game Grumps, I knew them as Aaron and the guy with the hair. (laughs) I was like, okay. See? Okay. It's like fluffy hair. You say guy with the hair. It works. It works. Which is funny when you consider that when you showed me the first Mm -hmm. uh, Ninja Sex Party. Music videos, he just kind of has normal hair. Yep. Just normal length, sort of curlyish hair. And then by the time we get to his mi- much later years, it's something that any rock star would envy. It's gorgeous. Screw rock stars, man. I would just envy that. Just anyone hair. would envy. It kills me every time. Every time I know a dude that grows his hair long, it's always thick and it's always naturally curly. Mm-hmm. All right, bringing it back from the hair. So it's Ninja Sex Party and then Brian Wecht, who is Ninja Brian. Okay, mm-hmm. here's something you might not know. Ninja Tell Brian. Tell me, what do I not know? Okay, so get this. Ninja Brian, right? Ninja Brian. Dresses like a ninja, okay? Does like the instrument stuff. Very, very mysterious. Mm-hmm. That guy has bukus of honors degrees. I mean... Really? Yeah, okay, get this. Um, and I'm reading this here. It's Wecht attended Williams College and the U- University of California in San Diego, where he obtained his PhD in particle physics Dang. in 2004. Then he held research positions at Harvard University, Center for Theoretical Physics, and MIT, the Institute of Advanced Study, and the University of Michigan prior to becoming a faculty member at Queen Mary University of London. Well, then. And while he was there, he worked on string theory, supersymmetry, and quantum field theory. And now... He's a ninja. He, he, this is... Oh, my gosh. He could do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, no. This is this is what you want to teach your kids, man. It's like, you can be anything you want. And he's like, yes, I can. I'm going to prove that I can be anything. I can be a practical god with all the physics stuff. Mm-hmm. But what I really want to be is a ninja. He literally grew up to be a ninja. If we are all honest with ourselves... We want to be that on set. Like, I want to be a pirate. No, I want to be a panda. But I don't know how I'm going to have the opportunities. But, God, that is the dream, though. To Just... be a panda? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Think about it. Okay. Adorable as hell. Super floofy. No, I get to, I get to nap all the time. Yeah. Um, Good uh, snacks. Good snacks. Uh, try, try great snacks. And black and white, I'm dressed for any occasion. This is true. Yeah. Your argument is is sound. So when I grow up, I want to be a panda, but in the meantime, I have to settle for a writer. <laughs> write about your dreams. Write about your dreams and panda fan fiction. I, I came to share a dream with you. I feel a little bit judged. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no anyway. judgment. No judgment. I All like right. your, your, your panda theory is sound. So is string theory. Let's get back to Ninja okay. Brian. All right. Well, so... They actually, the band established in 2009, there is a great book, sort of a sub-recommendation, mm-hmm. and it's like The Origins. Um, I've still been meaning, I want to, you said you had that, and okay, yeah. I, you were going to let me borrow it. I bought a copy for myself, and then I found out that our friends, Michael and Carrie, actually ordered one for my birthday. Nice. <laughs> so Good now, friends. They're amazing friends. They actually introduced me to Ninja Sex Party. Oh, okay. All right. So, backing them is Twerp. Uh, Tupperware remix party. You'll see them have like all the. That's 
an interesting like side like quest like look through like all that that's really interesting kind of backstories there mm-hmm. but i fear we're gonna get too far off topic if i go back into theirs but I, but i will i will say this if you're listening to this and you're unfamiliar with tupperware remix party definitely look into them you're not gonna waste your time perfect um but okay so you heard it here first folks um, that's, Which you probably did not, but it's okay. Not. No. <laughs> All right. So it's a really interesting story how um, Brian and Danny like formed this band. Mm-hmm. And again, each thing that they each new thing that they come up with shows a different facet of mm-hmm. you know their creativity and what they're all about. Um, so that brings us to the videos. Okay. And that kind of puts us into what what we specifically saw. Now, tell me, we we watched a lot of them. We did. We did watch a lot of them, but if you could several pick... of them stood out to me, and I really enjoyed them a lot. All right. What would you say? Probably not, them. Not your overall favorite, but what was one of your favorites? Just just one of my favorites? Yeah. Not your overall favorite, though. <sighs> okay. Um. All right. I will pick, actually, the first one that I watched, mm-hmm. which was Three Minutes of Ecstasy. And the reason that that one stands out yep. for me is probably because it was the first one that we watched, the, per- the first one that you chose for me. But I appreciated... The f- it was relatively simple, actually. There wasn't a lot of of pomp and excess to tell this this quirky story that they were trying to tell, which was literally just a guy who's trying to pick up this girl, and he comes to her house and he climbs into her window, and he's literally wearing a uh, he's wearing a Three Musketeers costume. And he climbs in her window and he's like, I'm here for three minutes of ecstasy. And he starts counting it down and going, and there's like a bit where he goes counting it down from one from, one thousand yes. to one thousand and he's going one, yeah. seems like a long time doesn't it it's really starting to sink in <laughs> just how long three minutes because whenever and he, i love him running around like like he's he gets in the bed with the uh three musketeers with the three musketeers co- i don't know why i can't say three musketeers today it's just not happening but he gets into bed with the three musketeers costume on and then it, it jump cuts and he's he's out of the costume apparently it's three minutes later and he's sort of like Leap rolls out of the bed wearing orange tidy whities and tidy what orange tidy orange oranges oh. <laughs> orange tidy oranges. <laughs> yes, yes. His ass looked like an orange wow. rolling out of bed. It was just delightful. Um, I, I like. Their... I fear you've put too much thought into the ass rolling out of bed thing. No, it's just because you said orange tidy oranges, and then I was like, mm, yeah, okay. I'm going to let you peruse these thoughts on your own time. Okay. Um. I'll do that. <laughs> anyway, uh, I liked their uh, their crash test dummy sort of yes. prop where it was supposed <laughs> to look like uh, Dan- Danny, n- n- uh, or Danny Sexbang, Danny Sexbang was jumping out of the window. He didn't get thrown out of the window. He, got, he jumped out of the window, right? He's supposed to, in the beginning, he jumps... To the window, right? Clearly, they're throwing they the, threw dummy, the up. dummy up there, and I just—it's it, like this. Um, it is a stuffed cloth. It's hu- a crash dummy. Humans, yeah. It's not a, even a crash well, test dummy. It's a big stuffed dummy with gigantic googly eyes. Yep, the googly eyes sell it. And you, it is so obvious that it is the dummy. There is—they're not trying to hide it. Oh no! And it just sort of flop flies up it to always, the window. It always falls awkwardly, like a Family it's Guy the character. Best. Um, and the, the, okay, so they use, you'll notice the dummy was used in a lot of their bikini phase, mm-hmm. like, you know, ones. Um, but yeah, going back to what you're saying, like, 
the whole time you're thinking it's just this ridiculous concept. Three minutes of ecstasy that doesn't sound like much at all, and he's just making excuses. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, it's like yeah, during the bridge, he just starts counting for no reason. And it's all like at one point, I think it's at a certain point, he's like starts harmonizing with himself, and he gets all the way up to like 11, 1,000 or 15, 1,000. And then he just comes in in like a voiceover. And it, first time I heard that, I was like, three minutes, okay, whatever. And then he starts counting. I was like, why is this taking so long? What is this? And he also he goes, starting to sink in just how long three minutes really is and i was like you smug son of a bitch yeah you're right like, i mean you played the game well sir mm-hmm. um okay so that was one of your favorites there i yeah. i would say mainly for the orange tidy whities oh uh, well apparently um no I'm not my, it was my favorite for the, the dummy i it was my first introduction to it uh, uh and i I have a very weird sense of humor, and I like floppy dummies being used for violence. I think one of my favorites, not my ultimate favorite, but my, one of my favorites actually comes from that same era. Um, it's the the decision. And that's where mm. you have to decide. It's like... Oh, I forgot him riding on the pony. Yeah. Ninja sex party, awesome. We know. But thank you anyway. And so he starts that whole thing. And the whole end's like, you have to decide which one of us you're going to have sex with. And, of course, at the end is the reason why I love it. Um, it says, you know, one more thing. Everybody in the band has an STD except for me. <laughs> so it's like, it's Brian. Brian has, has an, an STD. STD. <laughs> and it's just the music just cuts out. And then you just hear, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then Ninja Brian goes over there and he start, He doesn't he break, like, like the piano or he something over his head? He takes the keys like he's going to hit it and then a cut and it's the dummy. <laughs> And, like, he, he hits the dummy, and then he, like, throws the dummy off the table behind the couch, and he goes over there, and he stomps on it. Yep. And you hear this nasty crunching sound. And that's how it ends. It's great. Fun story. I always like to think about how they came up with that that sound effect. This is a little tangent, mm. but whenever I was doing, we're doing ADR stuff for Define Normal. I love ADR stuff, personally. There is... In, it's in the... um, It's in one of the promos that's available on Facebook. It's the, the movie night one. That's on... Defy Normal Facebook page. There you go. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Um, but no, it's the whole idea is Ethan's supposed to like lean it. Like the idea was we had to figure out a way where it wasn't creepy where like he tried to like kiss me. Mm-hmm. But I was like half asleep. And the idea is I wake up and then I jerk awake. Um, but yeah, so we yeah, he hit like the face is hit. And ah. we were trying to figure out what on earth. Yeah, DC, DC little. And I, mm-hmm. we were doing the we're trying to figure out like what we can do, what we ended up doing. We went into his closet because that was the most soundproof thing. Mm-hmm. I got a bag. I got a pound of ground beef. And <laughs> I put it in a Ziploc bag and he had like the sound equipment and I'm just punching the ground beef from different angles. And that's what that is. <laughs> and so every time I hear that crunch at the end of the decision, I'm always like, what was their meat closet story? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. It sounds so wrong, though, when you say meat closet. It sounds it's like only, something out of Saw. It's only wrong Texas if you let it Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay, I, I don't think you've seen those movies. I have, actually. Those are comparable. I have, and I think they're comparable. Okay. All right, so then... He had more of a meat basement. Let me ask you a question. Um, going into this. All right. You didn't really have a lot of experience with Ninja Sex Party. No, you showed me a little bit. A little bit. No, no. You showed me, I think, in one or two music videos. I showed videos, you Danny, don't you know. most of it you did. And then most of it was just listening to it in the car yeah. a couple of times. That's right. We're on the way to that. Um, yeah. yeah. 
I remember that. Um, I'm afraid of that thing with those people okay. and the stuff. Uh, it was the CD. I had that CD in my car. <laughs> We're on the way. First stand-up set that I was going to do in Alabama mm-hmm. after moving from Illinois. And I was nervous as hell. And... um. Leah, because she's awesome, was with me, and we're driving to the venue, and it's this long-ass bridge, and I was like, I just want to, like, listen to something that I don't have to think about, and that CD happened to be in my car. And to Leah's credit, she knew how nervous I was. She was like, she wasn't like, hey, um, what the fuck are we listening to? Like, <laughs> what the hell? I was long for the ride. It was a good time. Good time. Um, but yeah, so, but what I was actually asking was, going into this, like, how was your mind set up for today? I mean... Like, I thought I was listen. more familiar than I was. Okay. I, uh, when you were like, oh, we're going to watch Ninja Sex Party. And I go, sure, okay, cool. I know what you're talking about. And I said it in that tone of voice, too. Yeah. That sounded like a weird, like, crazy, creepy farmer when in a Leah, horror movie. When Leah's trying to send nonchalant, she does sound like a Muppet farmer. <laughs> and I don't mean one that farms Muppets. I mean, like, a character, like, with farms a straw hat Muppets. that's also Muppet, you know? <laughs> Like like Monty and Moo Moo. Voiceover repertoire by the farmer Muppet. Um, sure. Anyway, I thought that I was more familiar with it than I was. Okay. We watched it and I was like, oh, oh, I'm discovering things. This is delightful. I am having a great time. And uh so the mannequin, that was fun. I enjoyed yep. discovering that and I actually would really like to build one of those and use it in my own comedy uh film works. And um I enjoyed watching their progression of creativity and yep. style. Which probably, if I'm not mistaken, is probably where you're going with this is Orgy for One with, like, the new, like, fire stuff. That like was the awesome. Fire. I love the... Okay, so something that I do love about this is their costumes. Their costumes are amazing. They're so much fun. And when we say that, no offense to Ninja Brian, his costume is fairly standard. Danny Sex Bang does have a variety yeah. of, like, the different sparkles. Oh, yeah. I wore a sequin dress similar to one of the ones he wore... In like thing, wore sequin dress to my junior year prom, mm-hmm. and I remember just being very uncomfortable as it would like rub against my arms. Yeah, and I think you know what? Good for you, Danny. Danny Sex Bang. Well, he has like that the the feather trimmed cape in yep. some of his earlier episode or uh, episodes, and I remember having a costume when I did ballet as a kid. And it had like these feather boa straps, and we were having our pictures taken, and I was like six, so I was like slightly chubby wearing this costume and then it was just the feather boa on my shoulders and I was just scratching the ever-living shit out of my shoulders and nice. I probably had red shoulders in that picture because it was so irritating. I don't that think was my tap costume. I don't think children's pictures are ever supposed to come out well. I mean, let's I know, face My it. mother kept it on her mantle for a very long time. I was like doing an Egyptian hand and then had like my toe pointed. And oh it was my cute. God, I've seen that picture. You probably have. Oh, wow. <laughs> I knew exactly the picture. Because, yo, whenever I had to bring bones over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes oh, sense. Yeah. Something you kind of touched on before. Mm-hmm. They go from like this sort of goofy kind of thing and they really do find their sound more like you could tell they're very influenced by like 80s metal. Mm hmm. Like hairband metal, which mm-hmm. I love. Um, I have yet to see a Ninja Sex Party video where I'm like, that was a waste of my time. There are some I enjoy more than others. Mm-hmm. But no, like on the way here, you know, like I do have a Ninja Sex Party um, CD, in my, CD in my car. And it's one of those things that's like, I will always kind of, it'll kind of make me chuckle and just kind of puts me out of my bad mood. I have yet to encounter 
an intersex party song that doesn't on some level kind of distract me from all the stuff. It's like, <laughs> that is pretty funny. Just a little, little chuck, little chuckle. Mm-hmm. All right. So what would you say was your favorite of all the videos that we watched? Because we did watch several. Oh, wow. What was the name? Because I forgot to write it down because I was entirely too engrossed in watching it. What was the name? Heartboner? No. Well, okay. Let me. Heartboner. That's the that's, that, I the really the, like that one. Sort of, I, sort of Beauty and the Beast-esque? Yes, yep. it was delightful. Um, I also really liked Danny, Don't You Know? And yep. I think it's just because I'm a fan of Stranger Things, so I enjoyed watching uh, Finn Wolfhard playing young Danny. Mm-hmm. He was a good good choice for that. He turns actually up, he turns up in an episode of at least one that I know of um, episode of Game Grumps Power Hour Aww. in which Aaron couldn't be there, and so it's Danny and Finn. Oh, and I think two others, and it, like some of the other Game Grumps, some of the other people that are part of the Game Grumps thing. And I've only seen it once, and it was while I was doing stuff, but it did make me laugh. But that's a different thing. I'll have to find that one. I haven't watched that one yeah. yet. That would be great. See, there you go. Recommending. Lots. It's just um, how we roll. I'd say my favorite song that we watched um, is, and it's one of the earlier ones. Mm. I love the I love the newer stuff too. I, I really like. I don't know what we're talking about. I love Hard Boner. <laughs> I will say this before I get to my favorite Hard Boner. It's a beautiful song. It's actually a really pretty song. Without the lyrics, uh-huh. it's such an, a gorgeous song. And, uh-huh. with, and the thing is, the lyrics are monstrously inappropriate. And the costumes were beautiful. And the It's s- all great, but the, the lyrics are inappropriate. Yeah. But but they're also not at the, the same time. The sentiment behind yeah. it is beautiful. And I know it won't happen, but wouldn't you just give anything to <laughs> see that in a wedding? <laughs> Like the first dance or like when they're lighting the unity candle or something like, you know what? I feel like I feel like if you find somebody and you're like, I think our first dance should be hard boner. I feel like, no, that's that's the true litmus test for me. <laughs> like if I find somebody, I'm like, if the time ever comes that we get married, our first dance should be hard boner. If that's how you truly feel. And if the guy's like, yeah, I'll be like, yeah, I don't need to wonder anymore. <laughs> it's It's OK. But yeah, I mean, I mean, but you just, it's not going to happen, but wouldn't you just love it to be in a wedding is my point. I would. All right. Even if it's just a wedding and a romantic comedy, I think that would be delightful. It's a beautiful sentiment. The The words are crazy and appropes, but I love it. Um, but okay. But my all-time favorite, and it will make me laugh audibly every time, and I will get a little excited to the point where I'm just like, this is, it just pumps my adrenaline up. But no. My all-time favorite pick is Dinosaur Laser Fight. <laughs> and there's a reason, but I'll get to that. I have a personal story behind this. Okay. But Dinosaur Laser Fight, there are certain moments that I just love. Like, ask Albert Einstein. He invented science. No, he invented space. Yeah. Um, Ninja Brian trust is this weird Albert Einstein, but it's just like his, the mustache and all is stuck over the ninja costume. And I love that he's actually... Of theoretical, like, yeah. it's like what yeah. the frick? The man has a PhD. I love it. But no, like, there's little things, like, um, oh gosh, what is, like, it's fucking science. The, it's because they're supposed to be substitute teachers. The yes. whole setup is that they're supposed to be substitute teachers in this science class. And they find as many opportunities to say fuck as possible. Yes. Like, at the very end, for no reason. Is 
you can't do that as a substitute teacher. If you did, you'd lose your job. That's you, you, you can you, do it. If you can, Leah, you, you can, can do it once. Okay. okay. You can do it at least once. And if you can, I want to know what school you're working at. The, the real selling point was at one point, he says, what is it? Do we mention this takes pla- place in space? It did. So <laughs> shut your face. Also, there were robots and sharks. And that just comes, <laughs> and then everything stops. And you see students says, Dr. Sexbang. Did this really happen? And the camera pans up to Danny and Brian. And just, it's <laughs> quiet for a second. He's just staring at him with this incredulous incredulous look. And he goes, uh, yeah. And it's just, <laughs> and I, the first time I saw that, it made me stop. Like, I don't, I know exactly where I was. I was in, a, well, no, I was in a stairwell avoiding some people. And I had this in my earphones. And I was listening and I was kind of like looking out the window, trying to like, is the coast clear, is the coast clear? And then this happened. So, so there were robots and sharks. Dr. Sexbang, did this really happen? Yeah. And it just immediately kicks back in. And I literally stopped. And I was like, I need a replay. <laughs> what just happened? All right. So I get to tell you why I recommended this. Tell me why you recommended this, because I want to know. Okay. Um, as ridiculous as this sounds ninja sex party the band means a lot to me Mm -hmm. and here's why i was not that familiar as i mentioned before our friends michael and carrie sort of introduced me to this at the time i had gone through a we'll just leave it at a bad breakup (laughs) um i had to move Mm -hmm. from illinois um you know it was a very um invested relationship we'll call it yeah and with the ending of that relationship, it was not a good time. I felt like I lost everything. Um, I, you know, had to be closer to family. There was all this other stuff going on. I moved several states away, and I felt like in one fell swoop, I lost this relationship. I lost my home. I lost my passion projects, which were, like, you know, the writing and working at the television station and everything, and just everything. And so I was just sort of back home. You know, which feeling bad for myself and it's just not a good time. And I really felt like that whole chapter of my life where I had this creative outlet and it was this wonderful life that I just loved. And somebody else's somebody else's decisions took that away. Yeah. Yeah. That's always the hardest part, though. And I just kind of felt like it was sort of over. Like what? You know, it's just, oh, man, just nothing's ever going to be good anymore. So Michael and Carrie. They were showing me Game Grumps, you mm-hmm. know, like it was sort of on in the background, like I'd come over. And what had happened was for his birthday, we got tickets to go see a ninja sex party um, August 18th, 2018 nice. in New Orleans, which nice. for us is like a two and a half hour drive. Mm-hmm. Well, long story short, Carrie couldn't go. So it wound up being me, Sarah and Michael. Mm-hmm. And so we go, and I'm already, it's like, oh, man, like, now I got to go to this thing, and I really want to be out, and I don't really know anything about this band, and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, we get there. It's in New Orleans. So we're watching this, and this band that I've never heard of, Tupperware Remix Party, with these weird costumes. I'm like, okay, this is kind of funny, whatever. Well, they're done. And then the Ninja Sex Party theme music comes on. You do, 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 And... I didn't know anything about this. I was kind of a little familiar with some of the stuff, not like hard to any. Like I had heard Danny, don't you know? That's pretty much all. Anyway, 
and they come out and they start doing their show. And I'm watching this and I'm just, there's something happened. I was watching this and I realized it's like, these are people that are not much older than me and they are doing this ridiculous thing and it's what they want to do. And people love it and they're having fun doing it. And it was just this great creative thing, this creative outlet. And what really made me kind of stand up and like really look at this was they knew what they wanted to do and they were like, we're just going to do this and we're going to do what we love and the rest will follow. And I was just kind of blown away. It was like, wow, these are people, the real people that are right there. And it's just amazing. They came up with this concept for no other reason than they wanted to. Hmm. And um, I was really inspired. And it sounds ridiculous. Like, I'm watching a grown man in a leotard and, like, you know, like the, the fuzzy lion face and the traffic cone hat and the and the robot drummer and Ninja Brian, who, by the way, kept the glare the entire show, <laughs> which Michael was like, I don't know how he does it. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, yeah. Um, anyway... I got home, um, and the next day, it was the next day, the day after, I started writing again. Hmm. And shortly after, I started getting back in touch with my producers up north, and I mean, and been creating ever since, and that's a big thing. Wow. Um, They do talk about this, they kind of touch on, not this specific story, Um, (laughs) but it's during the Game Grumps playthrough of Wind Waker, and they're talking about how... Yeah, sometimes fans will write in. And it's like, it's so weird that, you know, like we were able to inspire somebody. And it's like, I'm really grateful that we were able to inspire somebody, blah, blah. And I actually wrote a fan letter, but I never sent it. Um, but basically, it was like, just so you know, like, you did something. It might not mean a lot to you, but it meant a lot to me. And just thank you. <laughs> and that's kind of just where, yeah. But like I said, I never sent it. But it is, this band does mean a lot to me. <laughs> um you know, as much as, if not more, than um, any sex bang in a ninja could possibly mean. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, it was almost like testimony time. Yeah, well. <laughs> but with ninja sex party. That's one of the things, because, okay, uh, it does hit me all, on really... No, it's a really good, that's an awesome story. I'm not trying to make light of it. It just amused me that there was like the I get irony it, but... of it. That's the thing. Like, I cannot start out like it's like, hey, you got to listen to this guy talk about, you know, um, hey, what if like he and his friend were gay and how different the world would be? And also they changed my life. Like, you can't say that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's see. There's there's a guy talking about throwing himself in an orgy where it's just him and his hand. Oh, and, um, God, that they, one. They really it's turned so, my life that around. That one's so uncomfortable. I love <laughs> that one, though. I'd forgotten about that one when you were asking which ones were my favorites. In a weird way, that one is one of my favorites because it captivated me so much with how genuinely uncomfortable it made me feel. I couldn't look away. Yep. And yet I really wanted to leave the room I was because they were just like, Ginger Brian is up in the bed with him and he's singing about having an orgy by himself and he's got all these tissues and lotion and the all this stuff. The tissues are cascading. And Ginger Brian is at the very end, he's like picking up the used tissues and throwing them in the trash and I'm just going, <laughs> oh God, oh God, oh, ah, ah, no, no. And there was like one moment, I think he had laid out like hors d'oeuvres or something and one moment he's showing them putting salad, he, he's putting salad dressing in a bowl 
With like the some, baby carrots. Yeah, and then in the next, it's like lotion in a bowl. And lube. Lube in a bowl, and you're going, nope. Don't confuse, don't confuse those Tupperware containers. I am definitely a car singer, and that song, Orgy for One, is on the CD that I had, the Cool Patrol CD. And my little, I have like a little solar-powered dancing panda on the mm-hmm. dashboard, which I have named Steve. <laughs> and at one point, they talk about, it's like, yeah, all the different girls, why they couldn't make it. And it's like, Steve was not invited because he was a guy. And every time, if I'm singing along, I'm not really paying attention, I always point at the panda. <laughs> I get into it, yo. Like that. Nice. Steve was not invited because he's a dude. Like, it's not personal, Steven. I do recommend to anybody, honestly, Ninja Sex Party. Um, it's a lot of fun. If you have, if you, if you are finding yourself on, uh, it, I was going to say Friday night, but I'm like, no, any night. Any night where you have nothing to do and you don't have anything to watch or you're, oh, I don't know, quarantined. Um, You know what? Hang on. Wait, and wait, you wait. have YouTube and the internets. You know what? Do it now. Go now. We'll wait. Pause us. We'll wait. Pause. Wasn't that amazing? Didn't you like that? That was so good. The visuals, the song. The it sequence. gets stuck in your head and you're like... Why are you stuck in my head? I know why. Because they're just... So you, fun. They have fun with every single syllable, and you can tell. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I think overall, uh, we have learned quite a bit about ourselves and each other. We For have. example, I want to be a panda when I grow up, and um, you take terrible pictures as a six-year-old. I did, yeah. That's the gamut. Your youth, my panda adulthood. Yeah. Yep. Science just got to catch up, man. Anyway. Okay. So, as you know, we put all our social media stuff on the last episode. Yes. And we have been wanting people to write in mm-hmm. recommendations, um, but also Q&A, um, plus comments. Now, interestingly enough, we did have some comments. Oh, and fun. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Um, so... I sent out a thing. I said, "Are they nice comments?" Well, okay, <laughs> that doesn't bode well. <laughs> they're not bad comments at all. Um, although we do have an interesting one, which we will get to. Well, I like interesting ones, so let's get to it. Well, before we get into that, I did send out a flare that basically said, "Hey, what are your favorite Ninja Sex Party um, songs?" You oh, know, um, Cool Patrol is one that was. It was the very first one that was. I like that one. <laughs> it's a good one. I actually shared that one with a friend of mine the other day, and she she laughed. She had never seen it before. We it's were a both great really one. bored, and shit just it really brightened her mood. Um, no, it's it's terrific, and um, again, that well, I love it because it also has all the a, a lot of uh, the popular like gamer YouTubers mm-hmm. like yep. Markiplier, and I think. Is it PewDiePie that's in there? I don't know. I feel I'm like I should. To, I, I should know better. <laughs> But I'll look into it anyway. But I know Mark Player's in there because he's the one wearing the yellow outfit, and that thing just stands out. It's it's great. We got a comment from David, who later sent in a um. He actually sent in a, a, a recommendation, which we'll get to, and we will definitely give you a shout out, David, whenever we get to that one. In the meantime, he wrote top five in no particular order: Ultimate Sandwich, sixty nine, sixty nine, <laughs> Dinosaur Laser Fight. <laughs> Danny, don't you know? Yes. And Unicorn Wizard, which is one we watched, but I'm surprised we didn't talk about. But I am surprised we didn't talk about that one. Here's the thing. If you have any spare time, like if you have any spare time during anything at all, watch any of those. Cool Patrol, Ultimate Sandwich 6969, Dinosaur Laser Fight, I'm kind of biased with. Danny, don't you know? 
But Unicorn Wizard really, really teaches you how to live. It does. It yeah. does. It has life lessons. You know, like Hellhounds, Tingles, and Gary, and mm-hmm. Sidekick Princess Handjob. They're all wonderful characters, mm-hmm. um, which BT dubs do appear in my Ninja Sex Party coloring book. That was a Christmas present. That's from, a thing? Yeah. A friend of mine gave me a Ninja Sex Party Christmas um, That's awesome. Book. All right. So, Ninja Sex Party, highly recommend. And the coloring book. That's just what you can apparently get. That's that's so cool. You want an impossible scavenger hunt? Try to find something Ninja Party, Ninja Sex Party is attached to, but isn't awesome. All right, so we did have a very interesting. I guess we'll call it a cue. Very interesting question. This particular cue comes from somebody I know very well. Oh, okay. Um, so this person wrote, uh, basically asks, says, "Hey, uh, recommends rather." To stop using his last name. And that quest, that uh, recommendation is from my father. <laughs> and this is, in resu- this is in response to the skeezy Derek story. Oh, no. One of the best questions was... Well, I guess it's fair. You did change the name of, of the individual to protect the... Just to protect. Well, <laughs> to protect so, the skeezy. To protect um, the skeezy. <laughs> okay. Well, no. Okay, so what I was... Okay, so um, I guess I'll take that recommendation into consideration. The question now becomes, what do I, Aubrey Sillo, use as a last name other to change than it from Sillo. Sillo? Yeah, so it was Sillo. Now there's going to be something other than Sillo. It's, it was Sillo, but now it's not going to be Sillo mm-hmm. for the purposes of this. Because, yeah. My dad's just super supportive, you know? I think that's <laughs> what it is. Um, so that is something... Um, anonymous questioner person who I didn't use your name, but definitely I didn't use, I mean, through context clues, you could probably at least figure out the last name, but, <laughs> um, anyway, the point is definitely take that into consideration. Thank you so much for your questions. All right. Love you. Questions, oh. comments, and fatherly support. I feel like I'm probably going to lose one of those. <laughs> All right. Aww. Okay. 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 But, um, okay, so next week. Yeah. Next week. I'm yeah. pretty sure I know where this is going. Yeah, because I referenced it earlier. During Danny Don't You Know. Danny Don't You Know. Danny Don't You Know. Yeah, we're going to watch Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Ben Wolfhard plays Mike in Stranger Things, and he's in Danny Don't You Know. He's young Danny, and mm-hmm. that's what we're going to watch. And fun fact, so recently I mentioned to you that you should... I recommended to you just offhand that we should play D&D, and that's actually how episode one opens, where they're playing D&D, and that actually weirdly sort of it cre- creates the whole premise behind the, the show in a way. So Interesting. Am, I, am I making a spoiler? I might have just spoiled. Are I you spoiling things? I didn't spoil anything. I mean, it's like in, within the first like five minutes. No, it's not a spoiler. What I really like about this exchange is that you have had just a little argument where you got onto yourself and then immediately <laughs> defended. Like, all right, here's the thing. Um, I'm going to watch Stranger Things because here's the thing. It's been recommended a lot and I've been avoiding it's good, it. Because it's good. And I will watch it. I will watch it with an open mind. Okay. An open mind. All I'm right. going to give it a shot. All right. And I'm kind of excited about it. And I believe... Mm-hmm. Because of the stipulations we arranged at the beginning of this yeah. whole process. You only have to watch the first three episodes. First three episodes. That's 
The first three episodes are the ones we're sticking with. Yes. The, the reason for that, for this show, it doesn't necessarily apply for mm-hmm. other shows per se, but one like this, it's a very linear where you do need to see the first three episodes to know what's happening. Um, otherwise, because a lot actually does mm-hmm. happen in the first three episodes. I rewatched it the other day myself and was like, oh, yeah, yeah, a lot is actually going on in these first three episodes. So you need them. Okay. Uh, to be able to actually make any kind of a definitive judgment okay. on so- this show. So if you, our listeners, um, are unfamiliar with Stranger Things or if you like to... You just want to rewatch them. Yeah. Because they're good. Come along with the journey. Um, then we are going to be watching the first three episodes. We're going to be talking about them next week. So I think we're all squared away. Um, remember, send in recommendations, questions, comments, anything. Um, and a new last name for Aubrey. And a new last name. So that she doesn't use Silo. Because Sillo has been requested. My, my father has requested, recommended, I no longer use the name Sillo. It could be... Uh, Leah, send, send it in like everybody else. Oliak. That's what... Oliak. Oliak. Sillo backwards. Aubrey Oliak. That's kind of a fun name, actually. I kind of like that. Wow. Sounds like Ollie Ollie Oxen Free. Anyway, the point <laughs> is... I mean, we like to have fun, so it's perfect, children's game. <sighs> Wow. Okay. So, all right. So, questions, comments, new last name. Um, please send it in. Let's see. Let's go down the list. Um, Twitter at recommended to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook at recommended to me by a friend, and the email is recommended underscore friend at outlook dot com. And I'm working on an Instagram, but for some reason, my phone let, won't let me connect to a new one because I already have like three. So maybe that's the problem. We could try it on my phone. Lord knows, <laughs> I do not have an Instagram. Uh, okay, okay. We could. You could just cover it with your cats. That's all you got to do. Well, I am eighty, so there's that. Yeah. Um, have have the bones and, and ghost and all the Insta. yarn. Okay, all right. Okay, so anyway. That's our social media outlook or mm-hmm. outreach. Definitely send out those things in. And in the meantime, next week we will be discussing Stranger Things, mm-hmm. the first three episodes. Mm-hmm. I've never seen it before, but I will be watching it because it was recommended to me by, by a, a friend. friend. We yeah. got this. <laughs> Is it really it's a science fiction? Laser fight. <laughs> I don't know the words to that. It's funny. a gosh dang dinosaur laser fight in space. With sharks. Leah, dance with me. Oh my god, I can't turn off the mic. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye.